Good morning to Shushi Radhakalachanji Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. This is not on. Can you check the mic? I don't think the mic's on. Did you? I don't hear my thump. Ah. <laughs> We're continuing to read from Shushi. Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 1, chapter 17, and I believe we're reading from text 35. And what I'm noticing, not... Let me make it a point, not just this particular canto, but for some reason, well, let's say for reasons that Krishna is allowing, it is so extremely relevant to everything that's going on right now. And if it appears that I'm beating you over the head with repetition, then that is what the scriptures do. That is what we are doing each time we're reading from the scriptures. We're reading, we're sharing the knowledge, and we're repeating it over and over again because in this age of Kali, because our minds are not as sharp as they were in the previous ages or in the previous yugs. We cannot maintain information just by reading it and grasping it and holding it in our minds as they did many yugs ago, doing satya yug. We have deteriorated, our mental capacity has deteriorated, so don't think of it as a reflection on any one individual. We have what is called group karma, and there are particular groups that have a particular karma, and they come together regardless of what cultures that they're coming from, they come together and they share a particular karma. So, let's just say in the state of Texas, there's group karma. Let's say in the village, in one of the villages in Africa outside of Guyana, Kumasi, there is group karma. Italy, and if you look at the entire picture, there is world karma. So what we're experiencing right now can be considered world karma, and if you want it to be more specific, right now we're experiencing group karma. But that could be a lecture in itself. And I would minimize the importance of the scriptures, which I never intend to do. So we'll focus on Canto 1, chapter 17. And the chapter is about punishment and reward of Kali. We're reading text 35. But before we read from the scriptures, we try to develop a mood. No matter what's going on in the world, no matter how severe it may be, we have to remember that following the rules and regulations of the Vedic scriptures, staying on the path of bhakti, devotional service, the Lord protects his own. He always has. He always will, 
no matter what age we're in. But I'm saying that to say that we should be singing Jayarada Madhava by now. Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayarad Madhava Kunjabihari Jai Gopi Jamnavalaba Kiribaradari Jai Gopi Jamnavalaba Kiribaradari Yashodanandana Brajajaranjanan Yashodanandana Brajajaranjanan Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jai Gopi Janavalaba Kiribaradari Jai Gopi Janavalaba Kiribaradari Yashodanandana Brajajararanjanan Yashodanandana Brajajararanjanan Yamunatira Vanachari Yamunatira Vanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama. Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare Jai Radha Kala Chanji, Radha Kala Chanji Rade Jai Radha Kala Chanji, Radha Kala Chanji Rade 
जय जय जगन्नाथ 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 जय जय जगन्नाथ जय जय बलदेव 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 जय जय बलदेव जय जय सुभद्रा 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 जय जय सुभद्रा जय जय गोर्णी थाय गोर्णी थाय गोर्णी थाय जय जय गोर्णी थाय मीठाय गोरो हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल मीठाय गोरो हरि बोल हरि बोल मीठाय गोरो हरि बोल हरि बोल हरि बोल मीठाय गोरो हरि बोल जय श्रीला प्रभुपाद की जय जय श्री श्री राधा कलचंदी दाम की जय जय श्री श्री राधा कलचंदी दाम की जय एंड इट मेक्स यू रिमेंबर व्हेन वी फेयरली फोकस्ड हाउ वेरी फॉर्चूनेट वी आर दैट श्रीला प्रभुपाद टुक द टाइम टू क्रॉस दैट ओशन टू कम टू द यूएसए when he could have very well stayed in india and because he decided based on the energy he was getting in india he decided this was a pretty good spot to come and i don't know about any of you but i'm ever so grateful because i cannot imagine what i would be doing and where i would be right now and i shudder to think about it because we are living in an age where there is so much to do that is so wrong to do that so many people are on the path of doing and it makes me realize how much of a responsibility we have in assisting them and guiding them not bending their arm not yelling at them and telling them you're on the wrong path but being an example of devotees um none of us are really perfect i certainly am not but i appreciate the opportunity of reading from the scriptures and before i end the lecture or the talk i'd like to say that i appreciate you all being here because there's so many other places you could be regardless of who you call yourself devotee whoever the fact that you came to hear from the scriptures i pray that you will get something of significance of importance to walk away with and something that you can share with love and teach others so we're reading from canto 1 chapter 17 text 35 Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya ओम ज्ञानतिमरंदस्या 
Patipta Nampavanevio Vaishnavibia Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadara Hashivasadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Text 35 Do we have uh can we get the board is it on the board and we can have it up so those that want to repeat are given the opportunity to repeat Sutta Uvacha Parikshitevam Adishtaha Salaksakalir Jata Veputaha Tam Udyatisham Ahedam Dandapanim Ivodyatam Sutta Uvacha Parikshitevam Adishtaha Sakaljatata Vepata Tam Udashim Ahedam Dadanda panim ivodyatam Sutta uvacha parikshitevam adishtaha Sakalejatave putaha Tam udayasim ahedam Danda panim ivodyatam Please feel free to repeat. We're not looking for perfection, just sincerity. Sutta Uvacha Parikshitam Deva Idishta Sakalijata Vipataha Tad Uyatasim Ahidam Dandapanim Ivodyatam Sutta Uvacha Sri Sutta Goswami said, Parikshita by Maharaj Parikshit. Evam, thus, Adishtaha, being ordered, Saha, he, Kali, the personality of Kali, Jata, there was, Vepataha, trembling, tam, him, udyat, raised, asim, sword, aha, said, idam, thus, datapanim, yamaraj, the personality of death, eva, like, udyatam, Almost ready. And the translation here is Sri Sutta Goswami said, the personality of Kali, thus being ordered by Maharaj Parikshit, began to tremble in fear. Seeing the king before him like Yamaraj, ready to kill him, Kali spoke to the king as follows. Purport. The king was ready to kill the personality of Kali at once, as soon as he disobeyed his order. Otherwise, the king had no objection to allowing him to prolong his life. The personality of Kali also, after attempting to get rid of the punishment in various ways, decided that he must surrender unto him, and thus he began to tremble in fear of his life. The king or the executive head must be so strong as to stand before the personality of Kali, like the personality of death Yamaraj, 
The king's order must be obeyed. Otherwise, the culprit's life is in risk. That is the way to rule the personalities of Kali, who create disturbances in the normal life of the state citizens. Actually, I need to read this for my purification again. The king was ready to kill the personality of Kali at once, as soon as he disobeyed his order. Otherwise, the king had no objection to allowing him to prolong his life. The personality of Kali also, after attempting to get rid of the punishment in various ways, decided that he must surrender unto him, and thus he began to tremble in fear of his life. The king or the executive head must be so strong as to stand before the personality of Kali, like the personality of death, Yamaraj. The king's order must be obeyed, otherwise the culprit's life is in risk. That is the way to rule the personalities of Kali, who create disturbance in the normal life of the state citizens. Namun Vishnu Bhadaya Krishna Prasaya Bhutale Shimadi Bhakti Tirta Swami Jinamani Namaste Krishna Prabhupada Sriyatmane Shri Guru Karuna Shakti Bhakti Tirta Swami Jinamani Namaste Devi Gaurabhani Prachavanyan Hevasa Shukini Bhali Bhakti Vidhanta Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siya Deva If I am really driving the point in repetitiously, over and over again, there's a point to it. I don't know if it's because of what's going on right now, but the times that I've read the Srimad Bhagavatam, I don't know that they've ever hit me so much as to, hey, this is what's happening now. Hey, open your eyes. What did, what, what, what did uh, Srila Prabhupada used to say? Jeev Jago, wake up. Look around you. Look around you for the past two years. Look around you for the past 48 hours. Look around you for the past couple of months couple of years, if it does not dawn on you that something is going on, I'm not sure what it will take for us to notice. Should we be slammed into a brick wall and that gets our attention? Or like my dad used to say when he was talking about someone who wasn't getting the point, he would say they would be like the donkey or the jackass in order to get their attention, you'd have to grab a two-by-four and just slam it up against their head. And say, oh, got it, I see. Not really my point, but in essence, what we're saying each time we read from the scripture is, listen to the history. It is being repeated over and over again as we read it, and it is being repeated in our world around us. King Pariksit. And I don't know that anyone in my life has ever come close to King Pariksit. I don't know that they ever will. Not that there are not personalities that have his characteristics. But he was a most powerful king. He was so powerful that he was able, if he chose to, to chastise the demigods. And they would acknowledge it because he had that type of potency. And it says in the scriptures that he was of such a personality that it was as good as 
being in the presence of Yamaraj and fearing death. That's how powerful he was. We're missing that in the world. Not in just Texas or in the United States. We're missing it all around. Sometimes we can get beat up with so many situations that we become weary and we feel powerless as to what's going on. But the extent of this particular scripture is that what I'm understanding, because as I've mentioned before, each one of you could read from the scriptures and take from the essence of it and explain it to me in a different way. But what I am getting here is that even then, there was, there were disturbances in the universe. And as we've noted from reading Canto 1, the disturbances have occurred even more so during the ages that have passed. Each yug, the potency of religiosity has deteriorated to the point where we may think we have a major job in trying to stay on track and trying to maintain some type of focus in order to understand that there is something that can still be done at this time in the universe. Look at the leadership that we have all around the world. And unless it is a leadership that is raised in God consciousness, the extent of it having an impact on what's going on in the world, the horrific things that are going on in the world, it is a waste of time. Some time ago, bits and pieces of the scriptures have been taken by different cultures, and they've tweaked it in such a way that it represents what they think the Lord was saying. Well, in the Bhagavad Gita, it is as he said. No need to tamper with it. No need to change anything. But what has happened is different cultures have taken it, parts of the scriptures, to fit their times. And even to the extent where they decide when a life should be taken. Well, that really is in our, in our hands, but what I'd have to say is that we should not randomly decide how to take a life or when to take a life. In the scriptures, there is a method of a point at which one gets to where tolerance is out the window. You give an individual or situation enough chances, and then after that point, punishment comes. But in actuality, punishment really is in the hands of the Lord. However, there may be times, there may be circumstances when the punishment has to fit the crime. And don't misunderstand, I'm not saying go out and knock someone up upside the head or eliminate a personality. But unless the world leadership has the potency, the guidelines of religiosity to stand for what's right, for what's godly, all the talk in the world cannot eliminate what's happening in the world right now. We can talk the best talk in the world, but unless we're putting something behind what we're stressing, it's a waste of time. And I'm saying that to say leadership should lead a life in such a way that it is a God-conscious life. 
doesn't have to be someone that necessarily chants Hare Krishna. They can call the Lord by his many bona fide names, and there are bona fide names, unlimited on not only this planet, but many planets. No, I've not lost my mind. There are other planets, and there are other names of the Lord, but they are all one and the same when they describe the Lord as the most beautiful, the most attractive, the most omnipotent. All of the positive qualities that you can give, the Lord has them. I read a couple of times last night, looking at the scriptures, how many times that was mentioned that Pariksha Maharaj was in a forgiving mood for Kali, and Kali asked for forgiveness for trying to portray someone other than who Kali was. And Parikshit Maharaj's ultimate point was, in so many words, yes, this is who you are, but the state in which we reside is, in essence, a godly state, a religious state, and we're making it the best that it is. And if you are going to reside anywhere, it will be where there is corruption, where all of the personalities of your characteristics reside. You can't stay here. You can't be here. How many personalities of Kali are in this world, are in the entire world? But what has happened is that there has been so much diversions in how to handle the energy that Kali represents that even the agents of Kali laugh at the structure that sits in most states, most municipalities, where we are to punish or chastise an individual, it's not done in such a way that people respect it anymore. And again, I'm not saying go out and, and start attacking people. That's not what I'm saying. The point is we have to start somewhere, and we start initially from a peaceful position. But a peaceful position can be a powerful, a strong position. First, it is important to fight with the mind. There is so much that can be done by changing our mindset to connect with Krishna, to connect with our original path. We can put that into action in our performance. And if we are setting such an example, we should be able to set such an example, not just here in ISKCON, but in any particular place of bona fide religion, whoever's in leadership, whoever the representatives are, should have such a position, a mood of strength, of what is the best way to describe this? You should be able to be in someone's presence and know that no nonsense is tolerated. No nonsense is accepted. There used to be a time where we would have individuals that would be in different temples that would stand around, that would sometimes guard the temple, and all people had to do was to look at them, and they would know there's no nonsense allowed here, and they would walk away or run away. We've lost some of our potency because of the deterioration of the age of Kali, It does not mean that we have to be mean or angry all the time. Again, as I mentioned in the scriptures, Pariksit is forgiving. 
when I was growing up in the Baptist Christianity atmosphere, I remember the pastor, when he was making a point, he would yell. And that was okay because I understood why he was yelling. He was trying to get someone's attention. But that didn't work with me. The point, one of the statements that they would also make is that they would talk about forgiveness. When someone did something wrong, you would forgive them 70 times 7. Well, being that I grew up in the church starting young, at that time 70 times 7 was an imposition to me because that meant that whoever I was angry with, I had to forgive them 70 times 7 times. What to say of if there was more than one person that I was angry with, I had to forgive them that many times. Friction is forgiving. Even more so than friction, Lord Krishna is forgiving. How many times have we read in the scriptures how Krishna tolerated nonsense? And it doesn't say that we should immediately get on a person's case, but it should say that we should offer to some extent forgiveness. In the case of mm, Putina, the demonic female, who wanted to represent herself as the nurses, as a nursemaid and nurse the Lord. Well, the Lord knew what was going on. He's the Lord, after all. He allowed her to, to, uh, to nurse him, but he also liberated her by taking her life. It was a quick one. With other personalities and one of my most popular ones, I really, really adore Lord Nishringadev, but I think of Prahlad Maharaj and his father Hiranyakasipu. And how many times this demon tried to take his own son's life. Now, how degraded can you be when you bring a child into the world? And because that child does not honor you in such a way, and in the way that Hiranyakasipu wanted his son to honor him, he wanted him to treat him like God. Well, he there is only one God. What did he do? He, what, threw him under um, elephants? Tried to throw him off cliffs? Poison? Fire? Mm, he had a, a, an ogress try to stab him? Um... So many different ways that Hiranyi Kasipu tried to kill his own son. Now, don't think that Krishna was not watching all of this. He was tolerating it. He was trying to give this nonsense of a character an opportunity to get his act together, to get it right. Over and over again, Hiranyi Kasipu is doing this nonsense to his son, a child, of course, of the Lord. And Hiranyakasipu, had he chose that direction, could also have represented himself as a child of God, but he chose a different path. Well, after a certain point, forgiveness does go out the window. And the point, based on time, place, and circumstance, should be based on Vedic scriptures, not something that someone makes up. Well, this is the way we tolerate someone, and at this point we kill them. That's not the way of the Lord. There is a system of punishment. Now, that punishment can exactly be honored exactly word for word as it is today, but the point is we have to realize that when you're trying to make a change in, let's say, an atmosphere, in a person, in a situation, you give them chances. And what amazes me is in most religions, and ours, ISKCON, cultures, there's so many people that know right from wrong. Intelligent people, or I would hope that they would be considered intelligent. They know right from wrong, 
and they consistently do the wrong thing. Now I'm going to try to stay on track because when I get a point, sometimes I go off track. But the point is, there are guidelines in how we should operate. There were guidelines in how Hiranyakasipu should have behaved himself, but he didn't. And there has to be a point in which we affect some type of action, some type of change that encourages someone who is doing the complete opposite of what is deemed scriptural, what's deemed correct, what's deemed godly action, there should be a point at which we exert some type of change in their personality, and I'm putting it mildly. We should always be forgiving. We cannot be like Purikshit Maharaj. But we must understand that in the course of time that we're living in right now, in this age of Kali, in order to live a life and exist in this world and try to tolerate the inconsistencies in behavior, in personalities, in actions, we have to have a base to start from. And the base has to be, it has to be a God base. It has to be a godly base. Now, not everyone can agree with that because everyone hasn't had the opportunity to understand that there is no other way to exist in this world unless you have taken shelter of the Lord. You can try as you like, try many different paths, and if your life is long enough, you'll find that there is not a way in which you can live peacefully and in harmony and in respect and all the other the other positive attributes that are in chapter 18 text. I'll have to go back in uh, uh, the Bhagavad Gita. There are texts, there are personality traits that one must have in order to live functionally, properly, and in, there is a such thing as peace and harmony still, and in peace and harmony in this world. But there are also people that have to try their own ways in which to handle manners and methods. Continue to listen to the scriptures as they're being read. Understand that you also are in a rare position to have the opportunity to hear these scriptures as they're being repeated. And you have free will to act in such a way as to affect a change in the world. In other countries, this probably, this cannot be spoken of. In other countries, you probably couldn't talk about what's happening with those that are in positions of control of authority. And I'm not putting them down. I'm just saying, let's open your eyes. Let's see what's going on. And the question is, do you continue to be a part of the problem that exists in this world? Or do you continue to be a part of the solution? There are only two sides. Either you're, par problem, you're part of the problem or you're part of the solution. Two ways to go. Positive, not positive. Either you take shelter of the knowledge that has been handed down since time immemorial, drop your guard, surrender, understand that the life that you're living, if it does not include the principles of God consciousness if it does not include taking shelter of someone who is on a path of bhakti, of devotion whatever your faith is then that path is not going to lead to a positive end now I, I'm probably going to get some 
feedback from that one, but I stand by it. Every opportunity that I have had growing up, as a child, you experiment, you try things. And if you're intelligent, you're trying to do the best positive things that have a positive outcome for not only you, but for others. That is a life that we are supposed to live, no matter what's happening right now. When you live that type of life, no matter what's going on in the world, we shouldn't walk around in fear. When you walk in the shelter, when you walk with the understanding of the Lord, you are protected. Whether it's in Kali Yug now, or whether it's Kali Yug 100 years from now, or whether we're out of the 20 golden years, 10 or 20 golden years that we have in the age of Kali, when the representation of Krishna consciousness is almost minimal, not that it doesn't exist, but to find devotees as they are now, you will not find them after our golden period. And it's a golden period, not 20 years. Let me correct that. The point is you have an opportunity every time you hear the scriptures to take a step in the right direction. Now, what you choose is completely up to you, but you must understand there are only two paths. You must understand right now that we are part, whether we like it or not, we are part of a group karma that's taking place. For instance, Texas has had the hottest weather August, summer, record-breaking temperatures. And within 48 hours' time, we've had floods, flash floods, record-breaking. It has not been like that since, they say, 1932. There are records that are being broken right here in your own state. And a lot of us are just going by, totally dismissing the importance of what's happening. We are experiencing karma. We are experiencing individual karma. We are experiencing group karma. There is something that can be done, but we have to open our eyes. Either your eyes are open wide shut or they're open wide open. All that I would ask of anyone that's hearing, not only here in Texas, but around the world, because this lecture that we speak here in Dallas can be heard across around the world. All I'm asking is that people open your eyes and see what's going on around you. Look in the scriptures and see how it compares to what's happening or what's happened in our past history. See the end results. See the answers, the steps that we are capable of taking. Understand that as a devotee, and particularly as a devotee that takes shelter, you actually are protected. I am not going to say that things will not happen in your life that are not pleasing. You will be challenged because you have stepped out on faith and you've decided to go in the direction of right instead of the direction of what's not so right. And you will be challenged, but the rewards are going to be far greater than the challenges. And it's also like that piece of coal that's being rubbed constantly by the earth and the elements. And it starts out as this blunt, peace, object that doesn't look like much, but you start giving it enough friction and enough opposite of what's happening to it. Rubbing, challenges are what I look at. Challenges are what we're getting. You get enough challenges 
that piece of charcoal that's rubbed so much that is so changed by the elements becomes a diamond. And you have to look at yourselves as diamonds in the rough. I know it may not be a description that really sets with most people, but the point is when you step out on a limb and you take shelter of the Lord, you're stepping out as a spiritual warrior. King Prediction was a spiritual warrior. We still have the opportunity to be in a position to be as challenging as Pariksit Maharaj, whether you're male or female, but you have to start somewhere. And that point at which you start is deciding whether or not you want to be on a path of righteousness, using some of the words that I remember from church, and I'm glad I went to church. It, it helped a lot. But you could be on a path of righteousness or unrighteousness or a path of devotion or non-devotion. You pick, you choose. But as time goes by, the window of opportunity is narrowing every day that you're breathing. Do you take to God consciousness today? Do you take to it tomorrow? No one is guaranteed a tomorrow. And I'm not trying to be morbid. I'm just saying we need to be aware of what's happening right now. And I'm going to close very quickly. But we need to open our eyes as to what is happening in the world right now. We need to know that it is not our only alternative. We need to know that whatever it is, we can get through it. And the scripture that I wanted, the um, text that I wanted to read, and I would definitely encourage you to read Srila Prabhupada's books, read his disciples' books too. The gurus have written some wonderful books, but in... I think it's 1866. And sometimes when it gets really crazy and I think that I am just at the bottom of everything and there is no way out and no way to be relieved of what's happening in the world, I take to the scriptures. Hmm. It is 1866. Bhagavad Gita. Savadama Pratyajai Mami Kam Saranam Vraja. Aham tuam savapa bibye, moksha yishami masuchaha. And what that text says, it's in the chapter uh, of the perfection of renunciation. What that text says is abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. And what that tells me and what that helps me understand is as long as I am on a path, and in this particular case, because this is my faith that I honor, Vedic knowledge, the Vedic scriptures, as long as you are on the path, no matter what obstacles you will come across, and you will come across some obstacles because this is an imperfect world, no matter what happens, surrender unto the Lord. Whatever's going on, it will go on. And ultimately, it is in the control of the Lord. What also matters are our actions in the process. But based on everything being as it should be, surrendering, taking shelter, following the rules and regulations. There has, there has to be rules and regulations. Following them, the Lord will protect you. There is no need to walk around in fear. I mean, use common sense when you're doing things and you're going places, of course. But no situation should be to the extent where we fear action where we fear representing the Lord. No situation. 
And I'm not saying put yourself in foolish situations, but when you follow the footsteps, footsteps of the previous acharyas, the gurus, when you're following those footsteps, you go on faith. You go on the understanding that no matter what is going on in the world, no matter how we perceive it, as long as we are operating as a individual who understands the Lord, who has taken shelter of the Lord, there is no other shelter, there is no other shelter, you'll be okay. Now, it doesn't mean you won't run into some situations that scare you. It doesn't mean that you may not lose, you that you will not lose your life. Sometimes the Lord will remove you from a situation that is so horrendous by taking you into his arms and taking, removing you from a situation. But the point is, you're not losing your life. You never lose your life. We are spirit souls. We are not these bodies. These are like vessels that are carrying the souls. So I'm not asking you to test the water and see if someone can um, injure the body or annihilate the body. The point is, we should operate as spiritual warriors. We should operate within the confines of the Vedic scriptures. We should follow. When you are sincere, start taking shelter of the holy name. That is the sacrifice, the yajna that we perform. Sankatan Yajna. We chant the holy name. It is good as the Lord in our presence. When we leave this building and we do not have physical presence of the Lord, you can have him in your homes as deities. You can have him in your homes as the holy name. Take shelter of the holy name. Read to gain knowledge from the scriptures. Develop a positive relationship with someone that is on the same path with another devotee. And every chance you get. Be in a crowd that's chanting the holy name. Be in a position where you can hear from a learned devotee, a senior devotee, a guru, a sannyasi. Be in that position. Take shelter. There's so many guidelines, but they're all doable. And no matter where the Lord has you, whether you're in hell or whether you're in heaven, and there are many heavens and there are many hells. I mean, there's hell on earth. But no matter where you are, you have the shelter of the Lord and you behave in such a way that you understand there's a mission that we all are on. And it is to assist in this age of Kali. And it is to do it in such a spirit that no matter what, you go in the name of God. You go in the name of the Lord. But make sure that you are solidified with protection. And the protection is the holy name. It is. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. That is your protection. Chant it. Just say it. If you say it once in your lifetime, even if you say it and don't mean it, it will have an impact on your future. Keep doing it. I was not too keen on it because that's not how I was raised. But now I understand this is the only way that I can honor the Lord because it makes sense. All of it makes sense. And when you follow the path, you'll find that everything that you're reading in the scripture is true. That the Lord does come through. That it is not a business arrangement. That it is all based on love and devotion. And the Lord reciprocates more than you could ever reciprocate. More than you can give him. He will not be outdone. He will give you even more. So I hope I've stayed on track to some extent. Please forgive me if I went off track on the point. But 
in reading the scriptures, the point that text 35 again is making as it starts with the translation of Sri Sutta Goswami. The situation is the personality of Kali, thus being ordered by Maharaj Parikshit, begin to tremble in fear. Wouldn't it be great if people kind of trembled in fear as devotees or people of God walked about? Not like, oh, I'm scared of you, but it's like, boy, if I could get my act together. Seeing the king before him like Yamaraj, ready to kill, Kali spoke to the king as follows. We can be forgiven, but we have to understand that there is no space for the nonsense that is going on in the world, that we in our minute form and position can have an impact on it. Don't ever think for one minute you can't do something positive in the name of the Lord. Go forth and do it. Um, I'll end at this point. Does anyone have any comments? Anything you want to share? Please feel free to do so. And yes, I am known for just going all over the place with these points, but there is so much to be said from the scriptures. There's so much knowledge to gain. If you do nothing else, read these books. They will hold you. They will solidify your position. They will keep you solid no matter what's going on in the world. Anyone. We'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Jai Shri Shri Radha Kala Chanji Dham Ki Jai. <laughs>